Hello, everybody. Sorry, excuse me. Forgive the delay. I was um, clicking the plus button on my volume indicator. <laughs> the plus button on my volume indicator. I don't really know what I was saying, but you know the thing, the, the up and down volume switches? What is that even called? I was clicking the volume up button, which makes no sense because the sound is not supposed to be coming from my phone. It's supposed to be coming from my mouth. I'm sitting here. We have officially, officially made it to December. Let's just take a moment of silence for for November. Okay, I think we did it. Um, But yeah, I I come to you in December. You're going to be hearing this in December. It's all happening. Um, The elves are making their way onto the shelves. Uh, bless anyone that has to do that. I, um, for whatever reason, that wasn't really a thing. Or maybe it was a thing. I didn't participate in any Elves on Shelves, and in fact, it seems like quite a hassle to the point where I hope that it's not a thing. Um, when I, you know, if and when I have, have kids, I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to have to be worrying about, um, you know, did the elf move? Where did I last put the elf? Where has the elf been? I can barely get out of bed to brush my teeth most days, so I don't really, I don't really care for an extra um, task. Although I'd assume once you're a parent, like all of that's gone out the window, and you just, you know, you're busy enough that what's one extra thing? You know, I mean, it's a different perspective, I guess. Um, but as I am recording this, I am sipping a very watery hot chocolate. Um, I think the idea is that it is a peanut butter hot chocolate. That's like the mix that I used. Now, to be honest, it was in a uh, nondescript kind of plastic bag-ish, like not zippered bag, just like a loose bag. Um, So really, who knows? There wasn't a label on it. There wasn't like a bulk barn tag of any sorts, an indicator, volume indicator of any sorts. But it tastes peanut buttery, but I definitely did not get the ratio right. See... I can sort of kind of cook. I'll get to that later in the episode. I have some reviews of some things that I made that are mostly positive, but I can sort of cook, but I can't really do much eyeballing. So anytime I'm like baking, I kind of need to do um, like measurements. And I'm, I think that's everybody. Now, I don't know if I would consider hot chocolate uh, cooking or baking, but in this case, it was baking and I messed it up because I put way too, way too not enough. That's definitely English. I do technically have an English degree. I put way too not enough. That is the title of the episode. One second while I just record this or um, mark that down. I put way too, I keep hiccuping. Forgive me. If I was any more professional, I would have re-edited and, or not edited, excuse me, re-recorded that whole part, but who cares? Um, I put way too not enough hot chocolate powder. It is so watery. And I have to say, I distinctly remember the first time I um, tried a hot chocolate that I knew was made with water. Maybe it had happened before this point, but I just never could tell. Um, I got it from this one place. And I actually can say the name of the place because um, I give them so much good feedback that like I can throw in a little bad. It was from 7-Eleven on my way to school. I was probably, I was definitely in elementary school. So I'm going to guess like upper grade five, six or seven. So like hovering around the age of 12, 11 or 12, 11 and a half. 
And I tasted it and I thought, this is really bad. And I asked, you know, the people in my car, and by that I mean my family, and said, does this taste weird to you? And I was informed that it was most likely made with water. Now, I think some hot chocolates have like a, like some sort of a modified milk ingredient or like skim milk powder. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but there's something in the powder that when you mix it with water, makes it taste a little bit more creamy. Whereas whatever 7-Eleven was using, which again, I love 7-Eleven. I spend my paychecks at 7-Eleven. You can get a piece of pizza. You can get a taquito. You can also get elastic bands. You can buy some hand sanitizer. And there's just not many stores that offer that. Um, I think if you go back three or four episodes, I pretty much do a whole, um, not a eulogy because it's still here, but I I celebrate 7-Eleven in a big way. Um, So I can, in fact, say that their hot chocolate was disgusting. It was, it was gross at the time. Maybe they've switched the recipe. Maybe the cup that I got was from a, you know, uh, an employee who didn't really, um, how do you say, care. We've all been there. We all, we've all been on both sides of that equation. Everyone has their own journey, but long story short, I'm sipping some watery hot chocolate. I did try and save it, being the chef that I am. I tried to save it by putting some eggnog spices in there like I have like a jar of like eggnog it's called eggnog spice I don't I don't know what it is I don't know if it's sugar I don't know if it's just the same things that I bought in a pumpkin pie spice but just with a different label on it who knows but they got me they got me honestly I am the most is it still called influential if you're on the other side of it like I'm the most impressionable I'm the most impressionable person I will see a commercial, and I'm like, I need a Big Mac. I will see a, you know, Keurig commercial and think, I need a Keurig. Because uh, I do need a Keurig, and I don't have one. So if anyone wants to send me a Keurig, let me know. And then if you want to include in it a, like, lifetime free supply of those little pods that cost, like, $400 a thing, that would be exceptional. Because that's what they get you with the Keurig. They're like, yeah, the machine is, like, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever, probably like as you get fancier, as you sort of add more features, like if you want to do an iced coffee, if you want to do a latte, like you probably get into the two, three, four, five hundred dollar range, but you can get like a decent one. I actually saw on Amazon when I was doing some Cyber Monday shopping, which started a month ago and ended like two days ago. So it's like, how is this Cyber Monday? It was a Cyber Month Day. Also a good contender for the episode, Cyber Month Day. Hmm, I might like that one better. Apologies, way too not enough. Cyber Month Day. We'll see. Maybe an, uh, a worthy opponent will make itself known through the rest of the, of the program. But um, I saw on Cyber Month Day that they had like an Amazon Basics, essentially a Keurig that you could put the little Keurig pods into the uh, not the coffee machine. But I don't know. That's a bit creepy for me. I'm going to be like fully 100% transparent. I don't know if I started a story in the last seven minutes. Like, I don't know if there's loose ends that I have yet to tie up. Um, But we're just, I'm just going to keep it, I'm going to keep it moving. What I think you need to know, recap, is I'm drinking lukewarm, microwave-made, watery, peppermint, no, not peppermint, peanut butter, hot chocolate, and sitting on the classic beanbag chair in the month of December. We really, we've watered it down. We've watered it down to this. 
Um, I hope everyone had a great week. I hope you're having a great start to the Christmas season. My problem with Christmas, just to get straight to it, is I never know when to fully embrace, like, it's Christmas. Because, like, ideally, like, November 1st, jingle bells to the wall, ornaments to the wall, like, we're going. But for some reason, it, it, it feels like a smidge too early. I think I would enjoy uh, being an American in the uh, facet of Thanksgiving. One, because I think the food is probably better than the food that they really offer for the Canadian Thanksgiving. But also, I think it's probably good to have something that happens in November. October, you have Halloween. November, you have Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas is in December, if you celebrate Christmas. Or, you know, there's other, other holidays that happened in December, right? But the problem is, when you have Thanksgiving in October... After Halloween, it's like wide open. And while I wish I could embrace two months of the Christmas spirit, for whatever reason, I've, I've come to the conclusion that like I don't have that much Christmas spirit in me. And that is, it was a sad thing to realize, but it was an important thing to realize because I don't want to start forcing it, you know, November 1st, when it wouldn't naturally happen until later on in December. Now, the problem is, if you wait till later on in December, then you only have like, three weeks of the Christmas spirit. I looked at the calendar. There is like 20 days till Christmas. That's nuts. That's like almost two and a half weeks. That's a half a week from be away from being two and a half weeks. And like by the time, um, not this episode, but the next episode comes out, it's going to be like the 14th. And that's 11 days away from Christmas, which is two days away from it being single digit numbers away from Christmas. That is nuts. I'm pretty sure that there are only... After this episode, there's only two more episodes of the Nobody Asked for This podcast till our Christmas episode. No, no, sorry. Till our, till Christmas, period. That's nuts. It's not right. I haven't watched, excuse me, I haven't watched any Christmas movies. I don't have a Christmas sweater. I don't, I'm drinking this hot chocolate, you know, just praying, crossing my fingers that it's going to inject some sort of holiday spirit. But the problem is some years the holiday spirit doesn't come. You know what I think it is? I think that week of like that, when you're in like elementary school, even high school, like that last week of school is the Christmas spirit. Cause like the teachers kind of stop teaching because like, you know, they're, you forget that teachers are, I promise I'll get back to what I was talking about, but you, I feel like you forget that teachers are at work. You know what I mean? Like, te- like school is so much about you as a student. Like you're, you kind of think of it as like this thing that's happening to you that you forget that like, this is where people go to work. So like me at work the week before Christmas is like the same as a teacher being at work the week before Christmas. You're not really interested in what's happening. You're not, um, really paying attention to anything you kind of want to you kind of just want to be on vacation already you're planning your you know trip to the caribbean and such and such and such so i really appreciated that last week where they basically decided like there's definitely going to be no tests i'm definitely not teaching anything we're just going to watch elf but the problem was you watched elf in every class so i know the first probably like 45 to an hour a minutes of elf more than I know my own name. More that I could I could recite to you the 
first maybe, hmm, again, hour or so of Elf with more accuracy than I could tell you, like, the number on the bottom of my passport. And I think that that is a positive. I think that is a uh, win in the co- on the column of me. I think it is. I don't really know what that means. But what I do know for sure is that last week was the best, especially because some weeks or some years I would have like exams the week before. So it was like the last two weeks, like you were doing exams, so you didn't have classes. But then the week after you did have classes, but it like, again, it wasn't really classes because we need to start teaching after an exam when you're about to go away for two weeks. Like, no, you're going to watch the first 45 minutes of Elf. And then you're going to go to your next class where you watch the first 45 minutes of Elf. And then you're going to go to the next class where you watch the first 45 minutes of Elf. And there might be some Home Alone sprinkled in there somewhere. But it's Elf. I don't know what the movie was, you know, 30 years ago before Elf was a thing. Like, I don't know what movie they were showing. But probably Home Alone. Well, actually, that probably came out in the 90s, too. I'm not sure. I don't know. I ask the questions, not answer them. Regardless, I've been listening to Christmas music nonstop at a nauseum. What is that? Um, what is that sentence? That saying? It's like it sounds like at a nauseum, but it's like ad nauseum. I'm googling that. Ad nauseum. Okay, yeah, referring to something that has been done or repeated so often that it becomes annoying or tiresome. Ain't that the truth? Ad nauseum. I was like, I walked around the planet thinking that it was ad nauseum. Okay, it, it autocorrected ad nauseum to ad museum. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Uh, okay, I've had a third contender. I said this might happen, it's happened. Ad nauseum could also be the title of this episode. Let's combine them. Cyber Month Day, ad nauseum. Let's do it. I'm editing it in the recording at a nauseum. The problem with naming these episodes is sometimes I do something, uh, what's that word, in an ironic way. But it makes me nervous that someone's going to see that and think that I'm being serious. Or like I'll spell something wrong on purpose. But I'm scared that someone's going to look at that and be like, he doesn't know how to spell. I mean, I don't know how to spell. But, but that's not the point. It's the principle of the thing. I sometimes find that the episodes where I have, you know, maybe thought of a list of a few things to talk about. Every once in a while, I'll be walking around and I'll think, oh, that'd be a funny thing to talk about, you know, on the, on the podcast. And then I'll, I'll like write it in my notes app. So sometimes I'll sit down with like two or three things just to sort of use as jumping off points. Other than that, I plan nothing. And I usually barely even do that. However, the times where I have like a list of two or three things to talk about are the times that I talk about my hot chocolate being watery for 14 minutes. And then, you know, obviously we, we tangent from there. But for whatever reason, any time that I don't have two or three things to talk about, I have nothing to talk about. And then I have to talk about like my toenails. Which I probably do have an episode of my toenails. It is cool to be at a point now where I'll kind of scroll through, and I don't do this often, but I'll scroll through the, the podcast thing, and I, and I see titles of episodes that I don't even remember. 
I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I talked about there. And I do feel like it is important to mention, I do this once an episode, this feels like the time to do it. Um, when it sounds like I'm talking to, you know, 7 million people and saying things like, when people see that I've spelled the podcast title wrong or, um, you know, other sentences that make it seem like I think I have listeners, just know that I know that I don't. Um, I've accepted it years ago. And by years ago, I mean however many years ago I started this, which by how many years, I mean months. I think it's been maybe a year and a half. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah, I think, let's go back. Let's look. I think we're coming up on a year and a half, which I'm pretty sure in humans is like exciting. Like you're a year and a half. Nobody asked for the. Am I even subscribed? Okay, nobody asked for this. Aha. Uh-huh. We started. Let me see. We started June, okay, so June 13th, but I think I posted it the day before. So June, technically, June 14th, which June to December is six months. So if we went a year, that would be June 2023. Sorry, June, it was June of 2022. So June of 2023 is a year, which means December 13th of 2023 is a year and a half. Okay, so I'll be, the next episode if everything goes to plan, we recorded on the year and a half anniversary. Wow. Isn't that fitting? <laughs> Isn't that good to know? Let me drink my watery hot chocolate once more. I think it's starting to go to my head. Um, but long story short, I know no one listens to this. I know no one cares. Um, I don't actually... I've had a couple people be like, are, why are you still doing this? And by a couple people, I mean my family. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I, I'm doing it because I don't want to, I don't want to stop doing it. I haven't really had the urge. I don't, you know, I enjoy doing it. I think I have a lot of thoughts in my head. None of them like controversial per se, but like, I don't know. Sometimes it's good to talk to your phone. I'm a huge proponent and advocate for talking to yourself. I think it's healthy. And this is essentially my version of talking to myself, but it's almost even better because I can do it with the semi-intention of other people hearing it. So it's like, I'm not being crazy and talking to myself. I'm talking to people. I'm talking to my friends, you know? And, and it's not my problem that no one listens to it on the other end. Like, I do my, I do my job. Every week I come on here and I, I, I post something to the, to the podcast feed, which I think is called... What is, what is the feed of a podcast called? It's like the RSS or something or RRS or... The IRS, I don't know, but I do my job. I pay my taxes and I do my job. And I think that that should be celebrated by me. Oh, I have an idea. I have a sort of semi-Shark Tank pitch. I guess it's not really Shark Tank because I guess to do Shark Tank, you would need you would need a need for money. And I don't really need money to do this. I just sort of need like like-minded people to jump on board. So I was looking around my neighborhood the other day. I was walking, you know, just doing my rounds as a part of the neighborhood watch um, that I'm not a part of, I don't think exists, um, and I haven't been asked to do. My self-inflicted neighborhood watch, wow, that's a fourth 
potential title. I think I like Cyber Month today at a nauseam best, but anyway. I was doing my neighborhood watch walk, aka walking from the spot I have to park in at my house to my actual front door. And I was looking around and I'm saying, man, I've been looking at these houses, the outside of these houses for years. Whether or not it's the same people living in them, like I've been looking at these houses at this point, like most of my life, you know, my, uh, most of my 23 years. I guess that would be, when did I move? So like, huh? Yeah, like a, a vast majority of my life. And I don't know what the insides look like. You know, sometimes I'll be nosy and it's like, oh, your entire window's open and you have lights on inside? Like, okay, I'll take a peek. But it's, I don't know what the inside looks like. So I really feel like there should be a, um, instead of a block party, like a let's all look inside each other's houses. And I'll, and I'll sign up for that too. Like you can come in and look at my house. Like I just want to see like what the inside of these buildings that I, I know the outside so well. You know, like, what's going on in there? Like, not even, like, to be no... Well, it's definitely to be nosy. But not, like, I don't want to know your business. I want to know, like, do you have marble as a backsplash? Stuff like that. Because, like, I don't know. I can't tell you. Now, you could say just go to the, you know, open houses. But, like, some of these people have been here for years. And there's no sign of slowing down. So I can't... That's not really an option for me anymore. And most of my my houses, all of my real estate properties... no. Most of these houses were bought before there was like a um, like a realestate.com. You could do like the virtual tours. It was all pre-COVID. Now I feel like sometimes, I'll do this sometimes. I'll just go on like Airbnb and find like random houses that are like $100,000 a day to rent or whatever. And I just kind of do like the virtual, um, what is that called? Uh, open house. It's like, it's thrilling. It's a great way to waste an afternoon. And I would love to do that with houses that I'm familiar with, but I can't do that because most of them were sold. Like the last time they were bought was a pre-virtual open house season or whatever. I got to get one of those VR. Do they, can you get, is the Airbnb app on, like available to download on a VR headset? Because that would be genius. Do I have to think of everything? Okay, let me... Let me see. Open house via VR. Via VR. That is the real title. Virtual reality is a new open house. Oh, okay. This is an article from 2016. I'm only like six years behind. That's very exciting. Hmm. I feel like... this sounds really cool and would be a great a great thing if again you want to just be nosy but i feel like it's probably you know you shouldn't like purchase a home that you haven't physically been in because one thing vr cannot do is smell yet you know you can't you can't feel it it has one of the senses down but you can't you got to do the you have to know what the house tastes like you have to know what the house feels like Again, smells like, what's the other one? Touch, taste, smell, see, hear. Is that five? Touch, taste, smell, see, hear. Yeah, your five senses. And then your sixth sense, um, the Long Island medium, like 
what is this, the spirit coming through? That's the sixth one. And then what, didn't they make a, didn't they make a seventh one? That Trader Joe's sells? It's like a umami or something like that. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's, um, that's a different type of taste. That's like sweet, sour, bitter, umami. Wait, I have to fix this. What is, okay, umami, what is umami? I'm kind of uncomfortable saying that. Um, it's a different word for savory. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed that I thought that that was the new scent. <laughs> or sorry, sense. Don't even get me started on how, how English makes no sense. The word sense can be like money. It can be you have no sense. Like you're senseless, like you're stupid, me. Or, um, what's the, how did I just use it? Your senses. Which I guess is sort of like derivative of the same thing, but you know what I mean. Sense and sense, money and feeling is, or smarts makes no, it makes no sense is what it makes. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while. Calculus, No. I'm going to do an, a gup date. Um, if anyone doesn't remember, when this show started, a mere close to 18 months ago, that would, that would be a year and a half. I used to think 16 months was a year and a half, but apparently it's not. Regardless, in the, in the early episodes of the Nobody Asked for This podcast, we had a segment called gup date. Now, gup date is a... Not an acronym. What is that called? It is a conjoined. It's a it's a compound word, um, consisting of the word gut, as in stomach. You know the biological definition of gut, and update. So it's a gut update, a gut update, um, where we would just give updates on our sort of gut biome, our microbiome. Um, you know, if we had anything to report. You know, just gutter, gutturally, you know, type thing. Um, and I'm going to bring it back because I need to go to the, to the restroom. I need to use the washroom. Um, it's happening. I don't know if hot chocolate is the exact same, has the exact same effect as coffee, but, but I feel like it does, um, even though that doesn't really make sense. But I feel like for whatever reason... Sipping this hot chocolate out of this mug has uh, made me need to run to the restroom. Now, I think I have enough time to where I can wrap up the show. I think I can, I, I have enough control over the situation that I don't think it's like dire, dire, but like we got to get there eventually. So that was just, it was a mini update. I also have to say, I really feel like in the last even like two or three years, I feel like people have gotten more open about um, diarrhea in particular. And I have to say, I feel like I was spearheading that movement. I have been talking openly about diarrhea, um, or not even diarrhea, just, you know, bowel movements for years. And I got called gross. I got called disgusting. Um, I got called too much. Those things were all probably true. But now I hear people talking about their guts and their, you know, whether or not they're regular um, in the middle of their Instagram ads. So I feel like if it's made it to the Instagram ad space, wherein a brand is paying someone to talk about their diarrhea and how it's been positively um, impacted by 
I don't know, whatever vitamin, mineral, nutrient that they're trying to, you know, sell to us. If, if those people are talking about it, then I think, I think all, all flags are green for me. Um, and I was doing it at a time where all the flags were red, or at least, you know, not fully green. So, I don't know. I like to bring that up probably about every three or four months, just so everybody knows what a trailblazer I am. Are you... Okay, to be a trailblazer... I guess to be an influencer, you have to have influence over other people. So I definitely don't have that. But like, do you have to be like a public figure to be a a trailblazer? Because I feel like I'm on the cutting edge of a lot of trends, but like by pure coincidence. Is that more or less impressive? Like if you create a trend, it's just everyone copying you. But like if I knew what the trends were going to be before they were trendy, I feel like that is, is where you know, that's where the real impressiveness happens. It's something to think about. Also, before I, I, I let you all go, and by let you all go, I mean let me go. We, we, we got to wrap this up, if you know what I mean, before it wraps me up. But before I go, I would like everyone to know that if you can, if you can make it to a Costco, if you have a membership, if you can find someone else's membership, I would recommend going with them. I think they're getting like strict on memberships. It's like going to the bar now. Like they check your ID, your Costco ID. Don't say I didn't warn you, but get to a Costco and buy the S'more clusters. Now you might be thinking S'mores. That sounds like a summer thing. It definitely is. I don't know if maybe I missed the boat on them the original time that they were out. I don't know if maybe this is just a new thing that they decided to launch in, you know, the dead of fall, near winter, in deep fall. Just for fun, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I don't really care. It's they're delicious. There are these little clusters. There's graham cracker bits, like almost like a golden graham cereal with some marshmallow, um, dipped in chocolate with some caramel. They're very good. I put one in the microwave for a couple seconds, like less than five seconds is all you need, just to get it a little bit melty, or just eat it as it is. It's very good. This is not a paid ad. Um, it has not positively or negatively affected my micro gut biome. And the more you know. Um, So I really have to go in all senses of the term, but I appreciate anyone that has listened to this, even though I know that that is nobody. Um, Hey, maybe in the future there are people that are listening to this. So if if that is the case, um, have a great one. I hope the future is killer. I hope I'm still in it. Um, And yeah, I just hope everyone has a great weekend. Oh, I forgot to say, um, if you want to listen to more of the Nobody Asked For This podcast, you can find us on podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. I'm like 90% sure that's the website. Every once in a while, I have to double check because I just, I say podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com so often that it's not really me. Like, I'm not really thinking about it as like a sentence of trying to get, you know, correct information out of there. Like, it's just sort of like a catchphrase at this point. Um, and I did check about six months ago and realized that I was saying the website name wrong. So I'm just going to assume that it's right for this time. Maybe I'll check it again when I'm in less dire of a, of a, of a circumstance. Um, but yeah, on that website, you can find our, our links to our um, Apple podcasts and Spotify and our, our Twitter or our X or whatever it's called now. Stupid. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Bye.